Okay, excellent. So Danny, uh, oh, and just waiting for this to check. It's saying it's now streaming live on Facebook. So we're just gonna make sure that that's actually the case. It takes a little while for it to just roll, roll, roll. Um, we're just checking that it's working and we are streaming live. Let's see, see, see. And if you are watching this live, please feel free to um, ask any questions, uh, on, prefer preferably on the main Tech Pixies page, but this is streaming into the pop-up group and also into cohort 18, which is the cohort that Danny is part of. So it's really nice to put a face to a name. And uh, I was just saying how much I love your name. I think it's just such a great name. So uh, I'm I'm Joy Foster. I'm the founder of Tech Pixies. And uh, this is our live cast slash podcast uh, that we do every week on Tuesdays around 12. It's not always at 12. It's usually around 12. Um, but of course, it goes up on our podcast and you can listen to it or watch it at any time. And today I'm joined by Danny Tulip. So uh, thank you for joining us, Danny. Um, I just want to say your whole name every time. Thank you for joining us, Danny Tulip. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me, Joy. Well, it's wonderful to um, get a chance to talk to you because you are actually a student going through the course right now. You are in cohort 18. You started out as a starter and then you've now gone and moved up to a, are you a star or a superstar? Star. Star. Yeah, you've moved up to the star. So that's so exciting. And um, it's just great that you uh, you are joining us for the full eight weeks rather than just the first two weeks. Tell, tell us about your experience so far. Um, so my experience on the course or yeah. on the course? Okay. So um, I, well, I was super lucky to win the starter course um, when, so I, I met you at Flexpo, which is a flexible working conference. And um, so I, I entered the competition and um, amazingly I won because I, I never win anything. I remember um, you wrote that back. That was so funny. Yeah, I was, I was so super excited. And um, so, yeah, so I started the course and um, my son had just started school and so it was all a bit crazy and then I got ill and I just I fell really behind um so I, I actually started in cohort 17 but um yeah so you transferred me across very kindly to cohort 18 and I'm I'm now only very slightly behind <laughs> well we always say <laughs> but, yeah. you're never behind you are where you are you know and that's really important to know that in life you know if you because if you go through every day thinking I'm behind I'm behind I'm behind you, then you never have the sense of catching up so yeah. you know I know it sounds cliche to celebrate the small wins but every time you hit you know, mark as complete for a lesson. And every time you, you know, get through one bit more of the course, it's a step forwards. So, yeah. you know, I think the fact that you're pursuing and you, you know, you're persevering, you, you've come, you know, you could have just dropped it after cohort 17, but you didn't, and you've come back really strong in cohort 18. So um, I'm very Thank proud you. of you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, I, I basically, I'm um, on a bit of a career break at the moment, helping my son settle into primary school um, and I need to upskill. Um, so my background is in PR and communications, but I'm of that generation that just kind of didn't, didn't miss out on social media, but didn't grow up using it for professional purposes. Um, yeah. So I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn and I'm even on Twitter because my son's school uses Twitter. 
So um, I'm, I'm on the four big networks, but I, I, I knew that I didn't know how to use them professionally yet. Um, so hence why I wanted to, um, to join the course. And um, you were so positive and supportive when I met you at Flexpo. And, and that positive vibe has just continued um, right from day one, you know, and it's, it's just great to feel part of a community of collaborative and supportive women who are, you know, helping each other along this journey. Oh, well, I, it is, it is a wonderful environment of positivity. And, you know, I, I know people have their down days. I do too. Um, but it's nice to be a part of a group where uh, people are lifting each other up. And uh, it was interesting because I was, my mom sent me this um, TED talk on like what makes a good life. And they had tracked uh, men, and I think they started recently tracking women, but they've tracked men for the last 75 years who graduated from Harvard and also from a very deprived area in uh, Boston. And they tracked their lives and to try and see what were the most important factors to a fulfilling life. And interestingly enough, it has nothing to do with the amount of money you make. It has nothing to do with how famous you are, but it has everything to do with your relationships. And, you know, so I think, uh, you know, what we know from uh, Malcolm Gladwell as well from his book, um, which, you know, where he talks about, um, it, I think his book, I think it was in Blink, where he talks about a whole community that moved from Italy to a part of America, and they were, they had a longer life, and it, it came down to relationships. So, you know, for me, that being in, you know, whether you're in an online group, or you're in a face-to-face a -face group, it's that connection with other human beings, and, and dropping the isolation, and being lifted up by others that really matters. So, What's amazing to me is that I feel like we've been able to do that online. And that was something that I, I personally was always afraid um, we wouldn't be able to replicate from our face-to-face -to, -face to our online. But it does feel like each cohort has its own community, its own vibe, and they're really connecting. Because you've been in both cohorts, so you kind of have felt it in yeah. both ways. Yeah. No, definitely. And, and yeah, they've both had that community feel. And um, yeah, you know, everyone's at different stages of their social media journey. And but what I love is that everyone supports each other, no matter what stage they're at. And, you know, I, you mentioned, I can't remember who it was now, but someone um, from a previous cohort couldn't didn't know how to copy and paste. Yeah, that's Rachel. <laughs> I did an interview with her recently. Yeah, she didn't know how to copy and paste. Do you love that? And now she runs like a, an account that has 70,000 followers. It's incredible. Yeah. And it's just so inspiring to see that, that, that you know, that journey that um, people who have been on the course previously have, have taken and, and look what amazing things they're doing now. So um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, someone said to me, uh, you know, it was in, uh, she did a little bit of a return trip for us where she did some interviews with, with alumni. And it was after doing about four interviews, she's like, hang on, if they can do it, I can do it. And then she went out and got this great job for the, you know, for the mayor's office, the mayor of London's office. So yeah. it is true. It's like seeing someone else's story is so inspirational. Um, and especially if you can relate to it, you know, sometimes you look at a story that's just not relatable and you think I'm never going to be that person. I'm never going to be at that level, you know, so it's hard to relate, but if you can see someone that's one or two or three or four, or even five steps ahead, but was where you are, um, it, you can, you can really feel like that, that it's within your grasp. So yeah. that's what we're going to talk about today is Instagram. And we're going to talk about, cause this, you like Instagram, you're enjoying yeah. Instagram and yeah you've got a decision to make. And I thought that we should share this decision because you're not the only person 
who's going into the Christmas holiday, at, or if you're watching this later, who's going into implementation week, because that's what we're going to be doing after uh, we come back from our break, kind of going, mm, what account am I going to work on during implementation week? Or what account am I going to work on for my CPD report? So I thought, and, and for those of you who don't know, CPD is um, continuing professional development, and to all of the TechPixies uh, star and superstar courses have CPD certification. So that's an opportunity uh, for you to not only learn a skill, but then get like the rubber stamp that you actually know how to do it so that when you're applying for jobs, you can say you can show evidence that you actually know what you're doing. So you have a decision to make. Uh, so talk me through uh, without all of the specifics, but talk me through uh, the decision you've got to make. Okay, um, so I have, I think it's four options in my head or maybe five. Um, so basically, ultimately, I, I would like to um, go freelance and, and set myself up as a PR communications freelancer, um, probably with, you know, with my own business working from home. Um, hence why I need I need the social media skills, obviously, for that. Um, so I, I would like to do that's my like, BHAG. Yeah, <laughs> so just for those of you who are listening who don't know what a BHAG is, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Um, however, it feels a little too soon for me to jump straight in and do that now. I, I don't even have, um, I've got an idea of a company name, but I don't have a domain name or a website or anything like that. Um, so it just feels a little um, premature to start, um, you know, setting up my social media around that business that doesn't yet exist. Um, so. I've thought about instead um, asking a friend. So I have a friend, um, another mum from school who has her own <clears throat> handmade jewellery business. Um, really stunning pieces that she designs and makes, produces herself. Um, she's extremely talented. And um, I, I had a conversation with her a few weeks ago and um, mentioned that I was doing the course and um, said, oh, maybe, you know, in the new year, um, you and I can sit down together and I can um, sort of apply my newly learned skills um, to help you out a bit. Yeah. And she, um, she kind of almost jumped at the chance. She was, um, she said, yeah, I definitely need help in that area. And, and she, she does have an Instagram account and a Facebook um, account, but um, considering how stunning her work is, she has a relatively limited following, and I think she um, definitely could increase that. Okay, okay, so that would be, an, okay, great. <clears throat> and what about your other two options? So my other, uh, so the third option is um, I'm a roving mum reporter for um, Families Southwest London magazine. Um, and I write the odd review for them um, on like um, a children's theatre, uh, show or um, a new restaurant that's opened that's family friendly um, and uh, so the, then the reviews go either into the magazine or onto their social media channels um, and we also do something on a Friday now called uh, Families Fun Five so we say what five top things can you do in London this weekend that are family friendly um, so I post that every Friday now on their oh, Instagram cool. yeah, yeah so that, that's like my first regular um well job it's not a Your job first regular yeah. gig yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it okay cool um so I've thought about asking the editor if I could maybe do a bit more 
for her and not just on her Instagram, but also on her Facebook. Okay. Um, which I would then use for my CPD report. However, um, I'm not the only person working on, I wouldn't yeah. be the only person working on the channels. She has a whole team, obviously. Um, and uh, so I, I wouldn't have that much autonomy or control over what goes onto the channels, which might then limit my learning. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, and also I, I don't want to mess up on it because, <laughs> you know, it's quite a big, it's, it's a very well-known magazine and it has um, a good, uh, at least couple of thousand followers, I think. Well, can I just tell you, I don't think you'll mess up. That, let's just go, <laughs> let's start from there. Let's start from a place of positivity that you are very unlikely to mess up and there's a delete button if you do. So that's the good news. Yeah. Um, and, but they wouldn't also hand over the reins to you, you know, they would hand over the reins to you or they would let you do your bits, but mm -hmm. knowing that where you're at too. So I think yeah. that's the other thing to remember. Um, and, and the number, and then the fourth option. Um, oh, it was the, the school PTA. So PTA. I, yeah, I have set up the school PTA's uh, Instagram page. Um, and I also help run the Facebook page. Um, so, and, and I feel obviously very passionate about that. Um, we also have a new garden in the school called the Wild Place for Nature, um, which it's just recently opened and it's amazing. It's got a tree house for the kids. Oh, wow. It's got a willow tunnel. We're getting a pond. Um, we've just qualified for some funding from yeah. the mayor for it, the Greener City funding. Um, which I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that yet because <laughs> we only heard last well, night. We don't know what school you're at. So we're just going <laughs> to, we, we didn't say it and you didn't hear it here. Um, but yeah, so we're, now and we'll just move on. No, I'm kidding. I think it's fine. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. But um, we're just really excited about that. And it's going to be an amazing space for the kids to, you know, to extend their learning outdoors um, and also to increase the biodiversity of the local area. Which brings me quite nicely onto my fifth option. Oh my gosh, there was not a fifth in the email. Okay, we're going for the fifth option. What is the fifth option? That, that was my second email, my add-on email to you, where I said, oh, actually, oh, I've also, by the way. yeah, I said, sorry, I, I've also been thinking about um, starting a sustainability blog. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Because that's my passion. That's um, the area that I was working in most recently. Um, in corporate sustainability or CSR, corporate social responsibility. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to lose that experience. I want to build on my skills in that area. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm really passionate about sustainability. So, okay. So you've got five choices. Okay. So now it's always hard to make a decision when you've got a lot of choices, right? That's the first thing. So uh, in my house, my dad would say, do a pros and cons list of each one of them, right? Yeah. So, and that would, he, then he'd decide like that. His decision was which one had the most pros. <laughs> that's always what he did, um, which I think is a good system. So that's, that's one way that you can make a decision with a pros and cons list. And you can write down the pros and the cons of each of those. Um, and we can walk through that. Um, another way of making decision is to go with your gut and really hone in on what your gut says, because, uh, you know, your gut and your intuition is so powerful. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, as women, um, our automatic response is yes, 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 and yes, right? You want to say yes to all five. Yeah. Um, but the reality is you're not going to be able to do all five well. I mean, that's kind of the way it also works. 
So you have to um, prioritize decisions and you have to uh, also decide, you know, what's the end result? What do you want out of it? Um, so, um, so I'll just ask you just from your gut, let's start with that. What are the two that make you the most excited? Um, oh, it's really difficult because I love all of them. Um, but, but let's just say you're only doing one week, right? Let's say you're yeah. going to do one week all in during implementation week. Which one would you get the most excited about in that one week? Does, does it, sorry, before I answer your question, yeah. I have a, a counter question. Does it depend on how much content you think that you will have? That's a great question too, because yeah, let's say, let's say you were going to do um, a week or a month, you're going to have to come up with, uh, for a week, you're going to have to come up with three to five pieces of content. And for a month, you're going to have to come up with uh, 15 to 30 pieces of content, right? Yeah. So you, that's, that's a very valid point. So which one would you have the ability to create more content for? And also enjoy creating that content, right? So yeah. I, I think probably the sustainability blog would okay. have um, the richest pickings for content. Yes, that's because true. Because I, I wouldn't be limited by um, any particular activity. You know, if, if, if I'm going by the wild place, then I'm slightly limited by the activity that's going on, like what planting is happening or what event is coming up. Um, similarly with my friend's jewelry business, um, obviously now is a very busy time for her um, in the Christmas period, but January, there might be a bit of a lull. I don't know. Um, yeah. Whereas a sustainability blog, I can write about anything and everything to do with that subject. Yeah. And you have full control of it, right? So you don't have to worry about anybody else or anything else. So if you were to do a one week project, you know, just to get some, you know, get five pieces written and get five five posts that are connected to those, you know, you could do that. Yeah. Okay. So sustainability yeah. bug, you're excited about that. What's your second one that you're excited about? Um, <laughs> um, maybe. So it's seeing as I've already got sustainability, um, then the families magazine. Okay. Because that's um, already an existing channel with quite a lot of followers. So it would be a real challenge to see how, see if I can help them take it to the next level. Yeah. And maybe increase their engagement. So they, they have a lot of followers, but maybe they can, they can try and increase their engagement now. Yeah, okay, so, so that's good. So possibly increasing engagement. And so one is, um, is basically launching from scratch. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's your sustainability. And the advantage to that, um, uh, from a from a perspective of you know someone who's been in the game for a while, is you learn how to create something from scratch. You learn how to get it off the ground. You learn how to get those first hundred followers. You learn how to create you know those the first nine the first nine posts. Like I think you could do a really nice um, project around that. I don't even think you need to create a website for that. You have enough um, text with Instagram that you can do a post and you can put the text and the copy underneath it. Mm -hmm. um, and then what you would have to do is pick the nine things that you want to talk about 
you know, and then you, you know, you'd plan those um, with the copy and the image and uh, do your hashtag research. And it could be a really great project to get it off the ground, um, you know, and just here, you know, just, just set yourself a goal of, I want a hundred followers. I want to get nine posts up. I want to, you know, and then, and then think about how you would organize those nine images and what themes you would want running through them, what colors you'd want, get the profile set up, get the um, bio set up. And it's, and it's truly a passion of yours and something you care about. And what that does for you is it gives you uh, a little bit of, um, number one, it gives you experience in setting up something from scratch uh, and knowing, going through all the steps of how to do that um, so that you've, you, know, you really own it and know how that works. And uh, number two, if, um, if you enjoy it, it's something you can keep doing and you can work towards that, turning that into something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I, I think what I'm hearing from you is it's about getting like experimenting and getting the skill set. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not necessarily at this point about, okay, how do I take my following and monetize it? Or how do I sell a product online? That's not where you're at right now. It's really about, let me hone in on these skills. Let me figure this out so that I feel confident doing this. And then if I want to get a job in, or if I want to become a freelancer in the sustainability area, you start to create a platform as someone who, you know, has um, a following in sustainability, who talks about it, et cetera. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and then with the Families Magazine, it sounds like that to me is something you can sustainably continue to do um, once a week and just monitor your progress over time and, you know, keep, um, you know, just keep doing it and just keep track of your statistics. So what I would recommend that you do is because there's other people going and there's other things people are doing, I would recommend that you do something like once a week for them, just like you're already doing, maybe one, maybe twice, but, you know, again, don't overcommit yourself. But do it over a period of a month, two months, three months and monitor your statistics, right? So pull your, create a little table um, and pull your statistics out. Uh, all the blog posts um, or any kind of posts, any kind of imagery. And what I would suggest you do a little bit with that is try different mediums because if they're not doing any video whatsoever, just becoming a, a live roving reporter on camera would would be you would be incredibly surprised at what the results do with video so last week i did a free teaching um on on facebook and it's still on there the first half an hour was on video and i said you know the, you saw it yeah you just got to do it number one and then you got to get the light and you got to get the mic and you got to get the perma smile right but i think what people if it's if they're not doing video already um, and if one of the things you'd like to do is increase engagement, if you can get get yourself out there and get that perma smile on and get that roving mic and get that camera out, you'll bring it all to life. And if it's a once a week slot, it's a live once a week roving reporter slot, and it's only like five to 10 minutes long max, and you maybe go to an event, you interview a couple people at the event, you can even come back and edit it and then put it back on, give you a bit of chance to learn how to edit videos and things like that. But you can do it live, and it takes all the stress out of having to edit and all that stuff. I mean, like, we're doing this live, right? Yeah. Um, and you you are on camera, right? You're doing a <laughs> Facebook Live. You look gorgeous. You've yeah. brought a positive attitude. You've got great questions. And, and it is, and literally you just do it a couple of times and you feel so comfortable. The first time I did it, I was scared to death, but mm -hmm. I, I think you've got your answer. I think you don't have to, you know, think too hard about it because 
you know, the sustainability side, I can tell is a passion of yours. And if you want to go into sustainability as a career, um, then doing that will be, it'll really help you hone in on what you care about in, in the sustainable, you know, sustainability world. Yeah. The other thing that the roving reporter will do is it'll give you a bigger audience to test things out with. And what I would suggest is that you use that opportunity to get that engagement going. And the fastest and easiest way to get engagement going is video. Yeah. And, and I think you give it yourself a chance and see, and you'll probably find out your post will be doing very, very well. Well, uh, thank you, Joy. That those are great ideas. Um, on the video for the the roving for, for families magazine um would that be that obviously wouldn't be because they've done the odd video story um actually another roving mum reporter she's brilliant at social and she's been doing um video stories for their instagram but you mean um actually like to sit uh, as a post on either their instagram or their facebook page right as yeah what i'm saying well, you could do IGTV, which is up to 10 to 15 minutes if you're an unverified account, and that then drops into the main grid. So it, you know, it's on IGTV and it's on the main grid and it's like a weekly slot. You could even be like, hey, this is what's going on this week and let me tell you about it. Or you can actually go to an event and report on the event, I'll interview someone at the event. You know, why was it so great? I, you know, I don't know what kind of events they run, but um, I know when I lived in Lucerne, that's pretty much how I got started. I wrote a blog about Lucerne, which is where I was living. And we didn't have video at the time, but I used to interview people, um, you know, who were running an event and then I post the blog, you know, I'd ask them like five questions and I post it on to our website. And it was so that people in the community would get to know each other. So, you know, what you can do is connect people in the community with each other. Yeah. And interview I different key people. Yeah, they, they cover a lot of um, family friendly events. So I could go to one of those events and maybe interview the restaurant owner or um, yes. the, you know, the production company that's put the show on or yeah, or an audience member, I guess, even. Exactly. And bring it to life because um, that is the next level right now. You know, it, it's, it's and, and the thing is, is I can tell you it will go well, <laughs> like Bottom line, it'll go well. Their video is not saturated right now. People are not brave enough to do it. So, you know, if you are brave enough to do it, get your brave pants on. Um, that's what 2020 is all about at Tech Pixies, being brave. Um, I think, and then just try and make it regular. That's, that's the one thing I will say. Um, I've been doing video now for a whole year. So there's probably over 50 videos that I've created in the last year, um, just that have gone onto our main feeds, over 400 videos, which have gone into our course. Um, and I'm getting very used to being on camera, but it was really hard in the beginning. Um, but if you can get your brave pants on and if you can get out there and interview people, get your perma smile on, you know, you'll bring, you'll bring energy, you'll bring the community to life. And it's a, and, and I don't think that commit, the good news about that is you only got to commit to doing one slot a week, you know, just bring one yeah. thing to, to life every single week and, yeah. um, and keep it nice and short, five to 10 minutes, you know, interview someone and just bring the community to life a little bit. And I think that, you know, that will go a long way. Yeah. And I think, and then your, your, your personal project, you know, your vision board project, your big vision BHAG project, 
start ticking away at that because um, you know if if you're if you if you get it right if you get your you know once you experiment and you try and you connect into that sustainability community that's where the opportunities for work is going to come later because you're going to be developing and the whole goal for that is community connection you know and getting to know people in the sustainability world so that um, as um, opportunities come up you're they know about you and you know about them. So uh, you have that connection, but yeah. I think I, I like the pros and cons list, but I, and I, and I still do that. And if I had to still decide between these two final ones, I'd probably go into, okay, what are the pros and cons? But I will tell you, you never go wrong when you do what your heart wants you to do. You know, if you listen to your heart and listen to your intuition, it usually works out because the things that your heart wants to do are the things that your energy will pull towards. Yeah. No, absolutely. You're so right. And yeah. I just couldn't do that in an email, right? No. <laughs> I know yeah. we do the hot seat and then everyone else can watch this because I know people feel this way when they're trying to make decisions. And, you know, if it was me, like probably 10 years ago or five years ago, I would have said yes, 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 yes. And then I would have done them all half ass, you know? So the goal, um, the thing I've learned a lot about, and especially in the last few years is uh, if you know what the bigger vision is, the bigger BHAG is, the bigger goal of where you're going, then the things and the decisions you make on a daily basis need to reflect that. And you need to say, okay, what am I gonna do today that's gonna get me there? And you know, Rachel Hollis has the Start Today Journal and in the Start Today Journal, every single day you write the five things you're grateful for and then you write your 10 dreams for your life and then you pick one that you're gonna focus on. You know, and so, I, you, we could make the argument that you should just focus on one of these two. I think both of these will bring something very different to you. Um, one is going to be really fun because it's a bigger account and you'll get to see the impact of video on a bigger account. Yeah. Uh, you can do the live on Facebook and then you can pull it off and put it on Instagram TV. So, or you can do Instagram TV and push it through to Facebook. There's different ways to do that, but I think you're going to see the impact of that. And then I think um, from just a personal satisfaction perspective and getting in on the sustainability community, that's definitely a project you should be doing. So I, th I think you could say yes to two, definitely don't say yes to five, um, but I'm really glad that we got to talk this through and I hope it was helpful. Oh, so helpful. Thank you so much, Joy. I really appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Well, I'm I'm also here at email. So if you know, if you have another an, a sixth option that comes up, no, I'm teasing. Um, but yeah. it's it's definitely well, this is something we were talking about in cohort 18, actually, was making time. Um, one of the biggest things that people talk about when I say, What's your biggest, what's your number one problem? You know, when I talk to tech fixes, they always say time, 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 time. So I'm reading all these books on time and trying to understand it myself because I obviously have some issues with time, um, you know, working really late or working too much or, you know, and, and not having the energy to do the things that I really want to do with my family. And because I'm doing so, you know, my time is so pulled in all sorts of different directions but i'm yeah. reading a great book called making time right now and it's by guys who built youtube and google and you know what i loved about what they said in the book is that everyone who works for these companies youtube google facebook well i'm not sure about facebook but i i suspect that the tech companies and this is what their point was in the book their intention is to make the world a better place right and they get really excited about the technology they create but they are designing technology that keeps us hooked in and connected at all times. And if we're connected at all times, they were saying in the book, we're on our phones four hours to five hours a day and we watch television 
about four hours a day. And in the UK, it's like three and a half, but it's like, we almost have a full-time job looking at our phones and watching television. So it was, the point was very, very poignant, but I, I do think, um, one of the things that they talked about was having a highlight and, you know, picking one thing that you want to do in a day rather than trying to do 10 things because the likelihood of doing 10 is slim to none or the likelihood of doing one thing. If you focus all your energy and effort on that is really good. So I would suggest when you are doing the sustainability stuff and the family magazine stuff that you have a day for, you know, you don't try and do both on the same day. Yeah. Um, you know, really have a day for the family stuff and really be able to focus on that and then have the other four days, for example, or the other three days of the week then on your sustainability thing. But don't try and do both on the same day because you'll feel you'll feel stressed and frazzled and, and you can probably avoid that by just keeping it so that you would put up one highlight work-wise for each, you know, per day. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I have to be really strict with myself because um, I'm awful for like my mind wanders from one thing to the next and I try and get too much done and then in doing so I get nothing done so yeah and um, that's what every and everyone feels exactly the way you feel so what they were saying in the book is to definitely um, have a highlight and focus on that highlight and everything else can wait you know, and, and everything else can go to the side. And if it matters that much, that's the thing that you'll do. And it'll carry over to the next day if you don't get it done. But, you know, to and, it, and, and the highlight should be 60 to 90 minutes, they said. So I'm going to try it out anyway. I like the idea of it. Um, I definitely agree yeah, that most, most technology is intended for a good purpose. Uh, of course, when you create something that's never been created before, there's always a side effect to it. Uh, and one of the things we say at TechPixies as well is turn off all your notifications. You know, if you're on like one of the very first steps, especially if you're working in social media, turn off all your notifications and only check them when you want to check them and be really proactive about your choice uh, to check it and not being a slave to your phone and not being a slave to your computer. But if all your notifications are off, then you have to choose when you go in and look at stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so I think just focus on one of these things on any given day and, uh, and be really proactive about not uh, letting them cross over. And it's just an effort, right? It's just, it's that daily, I'm going to, you know, and if you fail for all I have learned, right? I'm just going to let that go and we're going to pick it back up again. And, you yeah. know, tomorrow's a new kind day. to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I just have to go and learn how to do video now. That's, <laughs> that's not a big deal. You can do that. It's amazingly, video is more intuitive than you think. It, and, and once you watch yourself back about three times, you're like, oh yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. And, you know, cause you'll hear that you say the same word over and over again, or that you go, um, or you go, ah. So the thing is, is if you just do a couple of videos and watch it back, you'll, you'll get the hang of it pretty fast. It's actually surprisingly intuitive. Yeah. Cool. And people are people. So just interview people and the stories will be great. Thank you so much. All right. I can't wait to see some of them. <laughs> Okay. Thanks, I'll Danny. Keep you posted. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. Hold on. And